What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the world's worst podcast. Um, I am just fucking terrible at sticking to a schedule when it comes to this thing. Uh, I haven't sat in front of this microphone in like a month after returning, after having not done one for a month. So I've been a bit spotty, to say the least. Um, I'd be lying to you if I said that my whole microphone rig setup has not collected a series of cobwebs and an unhealthy amount of dust, but whatever, it's been a while, I get that. Um, first and foremost, I wanted to start off with something very important. Um, do you guys remember those little fucking, they used to be like little animals, they were like almost like spongy to the feel. They were like these little sponge things, and they were very tiny, and they were like animals or dinosaurs, and you put them in like a glass of water, and overnight they grow, and they become like huge. I just thought those were really cool, and uh, I just wanted to say that. Those are those are really cool, so very important. But anyway, what I have been up to lately, uh, let's see, working, eating, sleeping, yeah, that's about it. That's pretty much all I've been doing lately is working, eating, and sleeping. Um, <clears throat> once again, my living situation is completely uncertain. Couldn't tell you for the life of me where I'll be living in two weeks. Uh, I will not be homeless, so don't worry about that. Um, I definitely will be taken care of, but it's a very long story, one that I do not feel like telling. But anyway, needless to say, uh, hopefully, either next month or November, I will be finally settling into somewhere for maybe more than six or eight months this time. Who the fuck knows? I have been all over the place. I'm somewhat of a nomad. I have moved, I think, six or seven times in the last three years since I first moved out of my grandparents' house. So, I've been all over the place. Um, on the plus side, the weather has chilled out a little bit, so that's also kind of a reason why I, I'm doing it now, because uh, during the summertime, in my room, it gets scorching hot, and I need the air conditioner on, and the air conditioner, the sound of it, this microphone is so fucking amazing that if I keep my air conditioner on, it's going to pick the sound up, and um, it's just it would bother the hell out of me, so... That's not really the reason. In fact, that's such a minuscule portion of why I haven't done this. But let's go with that. Uh, anyway, where do I want to lead off today? I haven't done one of these in so long. This is just, this is typical. I should just call this like the unorganized podcast or literally just call it the world's worst podcast because I've been saying since the very first episode, and this is what, this is going to be the 18th episode, which is, that's kind of cool, right? I mean, it took me eight months to get here, but 18 episodes is cool. We're almost at 20. We're getting there, um, and in all seriousness, I've just been—I've just felt so unsettled lately. Once I move, and once that's all taken care of, and I'm finally done shifting my life around, I really do want to invest more time into this and into um, making more comedy skits again. But right now, I have to pretty much work my ass off and work as much as humanly possible over the next couple of weeks. So I can have more than enough money to move and settle in with. So that's where I'm at right now. But I figured I would check in for all four of you who care. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of just where I'm at right now. Um, <clears throat> what do we want to talk about? We could talk about white rappers. Shout out to the white rappers for holding it the fuck down in the rap disc game. Machine Gun Kelly, Eminem, 
um, g Easy. I don't really think there are any other white rappers in existence, but those three guys are doing their thing. So, my personal opinion, I thought that Not Alike, which was the original diss that um, Eminem made on his album Kamikaze, I fucking love that song, period. I thought him and Royce just shitted on it. I thought that um, the, the beat was dope as hell. So, I loved that song. And then when MGK came with um, Rap Devil, that shit was dope. That was a great response. And especially to come at Eminem, who most people won't even, you know, most people wouldn't even come at him. So that was dope. And MGK killed it. And then, I, I don't know, I've listened to Killshot a couple times. And there's definitely, a lot of Eminem songs, you have to listen like several times over to really pick up on all the shit that he's saying. It's got bars, but I still personally think that Not Alike was better. I, I think this was the weakest of the three disses so far and in my opinion if you're gonna drop something like not alike and then if mgk is gonna come at you with some heat like that you gotta either just not respond or come with some straight fucking career killing shit and in my opinion he didn't do that that's just what i think but you know I've, a lot of people are saying oh <clears throat> Eminem killed uh, mgk's career and this and that i completely disagree if anything he did the the exact opposite he revived mgk's career he breathed new life into it because Quite frankly, not many people were talking about MGK before Eminem dissed him. Eminem dissed him. MGK's playing with house money. He's got nothing to lose. He puts out a diss that happens to be fucking fire and was just like picking up steam. Put him back on the map. Not to say that he was irrelevant, but he's definitely not as hyped up as he used to be when he first came out with Wild Boy and all that. So I'm digging it. I like it. And and then MGK beefing with G Easy. MGK's in the middle of all this. It's fucking dope. Everybody's coming for him. He's firing back. Uh, g Easy's disc was pretty good, so I'm digging it. So I just wanted to shout out to my white brethren holding it down in the rap game. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> oh, okay. I I can't remember for the life of me if I had done this already or not, but I remember saying I was going to do it a lot of times, which sounds just like me. So I wanted to bring up some of the polls. I post uh, polls on Instagram a lot. And some of them I've highlighted, which means you can save them to your page and go back and look at them. Um, and I wanted to talk about a couple of the ones that I highlighted. I wanted to let you know what the poll question was, the percentage of uh, answers, and then what I thought about it. The first one I want to talk about is, the question I posted was, could you be with someone who cheated to be with you? And what I mean by that is, could you, you know, if somebody else was in a relationship with someone, they cheated on that person to get with you. And then all of a sudden, you guys would end up together. Would you be okay with that? I got, it was 22% said yes, and 78% said no. Um, which wasn't surprising. I kind of expected it to be somewhere around that, or like around the 80-20 range. Uh, me, personally, I couldn't do it. Uh, I do believe that people can change. I don't necessarily believe that once a cheater, always a cheater. I think people can change. I don't think it's necessarily how you are. However, I do find it unlikely. And me, personally... If you're willing to cheat on somebody to be with me, I just don't want to find out if you're willing to cheat on me to be with somebody else. So, that's how I feel about it. Now, as far as the people who answered yes, I can understand where people are coming from. And I do think in very rare circumstances, it is possible that the person who cheated to be with you was with somebody who either A, the relationship was just unhealthy, or they were with a shitty person, or they were with a good person, and it just so happens that you are the one. You know, the wonderful, the one that everybody's looking for. You might just fucking be the one. And they might have had to cheat to get with you. Now, me personally, 
I think you could just fucking break up with somebody to find that out or go about it a million other ways that don't involve cheating, but whatever. So I, I, I guess I'll play devil's advocate. I can kind of understand where people are coming from by saying yes, but <clears throat> me personally, I got to go with no. The next one I will talk about for today is I posted a question. This one's really interesting, and I need to put it into perspective because I think everybody automatically assumes that the answer that got the most votes is is the good one. But let me just put this into perspective for you guys. So the question I asked was, would you rather have sex every hour or never again? That's exactly how I wrote it. Now, I didn't I didn't specify and maybe I should have what I meant was. Uh, vaginal sex, vaginal intercourse, traditional sex, oral, you can still do it even if you answer to never have sex again. So maybe that skewed the answers. But anyway, 65% of people said they would rather have sex every hour and 35% said never. I was in the group that said never and I'm going to explain to you why. Imagine, truly imagine, every hour for the rest of your life, you have to have sex. For the first couple days or maybe weeks or months if you're really disgusting, and shout out to you if you are, um, it might seem cool, but really think about it, like every hour, that means you're sleeping, nope, every hour you gotta wake up and fuck, you're, you're at work, every hour you gotta find time to fuck, you're at a funeral, well, you gotta fuck, like this is, these are the rules people, I don't make the rules, I just think them up and write them down, so, really think about that though, I, I, and maybe like I said, I should have specified more, maybe I should have been a little bit more detailed, but, I would much rather just say goodbye to regular sex and just do like foreplay and head and like all that other goody goody stuff. I would rather do that on my own time than have to have sex every single hour. Like really think, what if you're in the hospital sick? What if you have, what if, what if you have really bad diarrhea and you've been shitting your brains out? You're on the toilet and it's like, fuck, it's three o'clock on the dot. We got to get up and fuck. That could be potentially disgusting and hazardous, and a, a lot of other really bad things, so just just keep that in mind when you think that having sex every hour on the hour is a dream, just really think about that, <clears throat> alright, uh, I'm going to talk about something a little bit more serious, something that admittedly I did not do as much research on as I should have before I got on here, but I was actually about 15 minutes ago just sitting down watching Shameless, and also, okay, so quick sidebar, I, I have to talk about this. Shameless is fucking awesome. My friend Spencer has been asking me, had been asking me to watch it for months, and I kept saying like, "Nah, I'm in the middle of this show, and I got this and this and that," and I was being resistant. And a bunch of people had asked me to watch it. My sister had told me about it, and after I started watching it, I would tell people that I watch it. And now I find out that even more people than I originally thought watch the show. It's like got a huge fucking fan base. It's it's great. It's fucking raunchy. It's foul. It's violent. The acting is great. It's fucking hilarious. I absolutely love it. It's such a great show. If you're into like raunchy comedic shows that also have their like heartfelt and and intimate moments, this is definitely the show for you. It's fucking hilarious. It's on Netflix all the way up until like the second most recent season, I believe. The newest season just started. So I'm trying to avoid spoilers. I'm almost there. I'm on season seven, like episode five, and they just started season nine. So I'm getting close. Uh, I have mostly avoided spoilers for the most part, but yeah, that show's fucking awesome. So anyway, I digress. I'm going to come back now to what I had wanted to say. Uh, What I was talking about when I said that I didn't do my research that much was referring to the Dallas cop shooting uh, that recently occurred. I think it was about a week and a half or so ago. 
Um, and the, the victim's name, and I'm probably going to, um, just completely butcher this, but I think his name was, uh, Boheem or Boham. Um, and I forget exactly how to pronounce it, but anyway, basically from what I understand was that this female cop had just gotten off of a shift and she lived in the same apartment building as this guy. And she went into his apartment and shot him. Now, that's not nearly as cut and dry as I just said it, obviously, but not to mention, so it was on the wrong floor, completely wrong floor. Obviously, <clears throat> her apartment key is not going to work because it's not her apartment. So what I read, which again, I'm not necessarily sure if it's true, but what I read was that he opened the door for her. And apparently she shot him because she thought that he was an intruder. So, so the intruder just is going to open the door for you at your place on the different floor that your key didn't work to get into. <sighs> Something don't add up here. And I, I've read reports too, and again, I'm not sure the extent of how true these things are, but I read reports that apparently they knew each other and even used to date. Um, and I just recently saw another report that is very disturbing, and I'm really praying it's not true, but apparently that they were searching this guy's apartment for um, for drugs or alcohol or weapons, uh, which is fucking ridiculous, and that just sounds right there. That just sounds like a blanket to cover this cop once again, which has happened way too many times in this country, but it just seems like another way to try to make something completely wrong seem right and seem okay, which it's not. Under no circumstances possible, no way in hell, I don't care what the circumstance was, no way that you go into another person's apartment and shoot them and think that you're right. I don't care. It doesn't matter, flat out, period. No human being, let alone a cop, come on now, is going to make a mistake that big unless they're under the influence or unless they were doing it on purpose. Either way, which should be wrong. So <clears throat> I feel very strongly about this. Um, and of course, people want to say it may be a race thing because I, I think the cop, the woman cop was white and the guy was black. Um, I, I'm not necessarily going to go down that road. Who knows if it was or was not. I, I'm more on the, the side of it's simply a cop doing something wrong that no person should be allowed to do. And I'm just really praying that the Dallas, you know, justice system um, makes a point of this. That's, that's the problem with these things. <clears throat> when, when something like that happens, in my opinion, people like that or any of these cops who have done these things should be made example of. And if anything, they should be treated far more harshly than anybody else would. Because you have a, you're held to a different standard when you're a public servant, okay? Especially a police officer. You're here to serve and protect, not to fucking hurt and and, and kill and destroy lives and, and think that you can walk all over people and do what you want. So that's that's what I think about that. And, um, you know, they somebody somewhere, one of these departments has to make an example of these people. These people get paid, leave off, and then they end up either retiring or going to another fucking... Uh, department like it this is ridiculous it's absolutely insane these are people who are straight up murderers and and violent abusers who <clears throat> believe that they're above the law it's just it's never okay and it, it bothers the hell out of me and uh it might be time for me to do something more than just sitting here in front of a microphone and complaining about it um and it's up to me and you and any of us to do something about it there are things that we can do that don't require us to be Violent don't require us to be speaking ill of anybody or anything, but it's the truth, man. You can you can deny it all you want, but there are a lot of police, and no, not all police, obviously, but there are a lot of police out here who are abusing their rights, 
who think they're above the law, who are hurting and killing people. And that shit is just not okay. Flat out and simple. I don't think it's okay. So, <sighs> man, that's like the most serious talk I've had in the last like month. And it, and it's, it's with myself in front of a, in, in front of a microphone and a computer because I have become, I have become quite the homebody and I don't say that proudly. I say that uh, reluctantly actually, because I've realized like <clears throat> I work, I hang out with my family a little bit. I hang out with my friends from time to time, but like I am like legit just cooped up in my room all the time. And it's not making me sad. I, I like it and I like my time to myself. But I'm starting to my my words are starting to bite me in the ass because I kept saying like I can't wait to finally just be completely alone and I can't wait to have my own space and all that. And it's been like a month and a half now and I've been completely by myself. And it was cool at first, but now I'm not even gonna lie, I'm getting kinda lonely, like and and not like depressed, lonely or anything like that. But sometimes I'm just like, damn, like every day I go to work, I work like all day long. I, I'm out all day long. Sometimes I leave the house at like seven or eight in the morning and don't go back until almost midnight. And then when I, you know, and then when I'm home, I'm just laying around, you know, even like on my days off, I'm just chilling because I'm so tired from the work week that I don't want to do anything. And that's, that's really the main reason why I haven't done this. But I'm, I finally today, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to stop bitching about it because that's life. That's part of adulthood. And, you know, I just got to deal with it. So if I ever want this to ever even remotely go somewhere or my comedy skits or anything for that matter, or if I ever want the things that I say on here to resonate with people, um, then I have to stick to it. And obviously I've been awful at that. And I'm not going to do what I did before. And I'm not going to make any promises because it's very possible I won't make another one the rest of this year. But it is my desire. For for what it's worth, it is my desire to keep this going and to expand my um, creative abilities as much as possible. Like I have, I have so many ideas, but again, I have all these great ideas. It means nothing. You know, a blueprint without the... Uh, execution is, is absolutely nothing so I got the blueprint and now it's up to me to execute so <clears throat> hopefully I will let's see what we got on my handy dandy pad here oh also I was gonna do this uh, this probably would have been up a, a half an hour sooner but I downloaded iOS 12 and uh, I have been they have this new thing called Memoji which is like the emojis, but with your face like you can create yourself um, and I've been pretty much just having fun with that for like 45 minutes and terrorizing my friends. So that's what I've been up to. Also, also, oh shit. Okay, let me, I need to like actually calm myself down a little bit here. Let me tell you the fucking nightmare that I have had with, with speaking of phones, with, with AT&T over this last week. So <clears throat> I am an Apple cultist. Every time they come out with a new device or a new phone, I feel like I want to or have to get it. I love Apple. I'm deep into their ecosystem. I have the watch. I have the iPad. I have the. I used to have the AirPods, but then I lost them. I'm not even gonna get into that. Um, I have the newest phones. Like I'm, I'm that guy. And no, it's not necessary at all. But that's my guilty pleasure is technology. Some people spend a lot of money on clothes. Some people spend a lot of money on shoes or makeup or cars or whatever. I spend my money on technology. So. That being said, <clears throat> the newest iPhones, the pre-order became available on Friday. It's now Monday. They became available Friday at 3 o'clock in the morning. I had to be up at 7 for work, but I went to sleep Thursday night, and I set myself an alarm for like quarter to 3. I woke up in the middle of the night, took about 15 minutes, I pre-ordered the iPhone, I got the iPhone uh, XS Max, 
and I was super excited. Everything went through. It seemed to be fine. So I'm like, cool. I'm good to go. <clears throat> Friday, I get a text message from AT&T. It says, we couldn't process your pre-order. Please give us a call. So I'm like, what the fuck? All right, I call them up. Finally, after about a 20-minute wait, because, again, the iPhone pre-orders just went live. So, of course, <clears throat> for the next several weeks, their call volume is going to be through the roof. So about 20 minutes waiting, I finally get on the phone with somebody, and I explained to them what happened. And they said, oh, well, let me look into that. Or <clears throat> let, me, let me redo this. They said, okay, so let me look into this. And I know that sounds very racist, but I don't give a fuck. It's just the reality. Nobody I fucking spoke to once throughout this whole process, and this is a longer than I am proud of list of people that I have spoken to on my issue at AT&T. None of them spoke regular English. I'm, I highly doubt any of them are located in the United States alone, which is not the problem, except, and again, call it what you want. You want to call me racist or whatever you want to call me. They all are the exact same. All they do is apologize. It's so funny because I even made a skit about this one time. All they fucking do is apologize. You could say to them, go fuck yourself, you fucking Middle Eastern foreign fuck. You could say that. And they'll be like, I'm so sorry you feel that way, sir, but I'm going to fix your problem right now. Like, this is, that's what they always do. And it bothers me more. Because if I'm heated, like, I like to engage in arguments. That's kind of like how I was brought up. Like, I like to get into fucking violent debates. You know, like, I want you to go back at me so we can just go at it. I don't want to be chewing your ass out and you're fucking apologizing. Like, fuck you. So, here we are. This is now Friday afternoon. I call them, and I was first on the phone. I got disconnected because I had bad service. Okay, whatever. I call them back. I explained to them what happened. I said, well, I don't understand. Why was my pre-order canceled? Why isn't it going through? I shit you not, hand to God. They did not answer my question. I spoke to four people about this. They did not answer the question. And every time I asked them, all they said was, we, we can't see in our system, but we can tell you what you have to do. I said, well, I don't give a fuck what I have to do. I want to know why I have to do it in the first place. And then I, I started to pick up on something. I hear in the background, other people are having my same issue. And I realized there must have been some sort of uh, system error, or they just weren't prepared, or whatever the case was on AT&T's end. And they didn't just want to come out and say, we fucked up, we dropped the ball, we're sorry, we're going to fix it. Instead, they just want to tell me how to fix the problem. So finally, after two hours, I'm not even exaggerating, two hours of phone calls with like five or six different people, because I just kept asking, like, because I, I, I'm so stubborn, I was not just going to take it. I kept saying, why the fuck do I need to reorder the phone? I don't understand why it didn't work. Never got the answer. So I finally threw in the white towel, white flag, threw in the towel, waved the white flag, whatever. I finally gave the fuck up and I said, OK, whatever, I'm just going to pre-order. I'm going to re-pre-order it. And I had, I had them confirm three or four different times. I said, if I re-pre-order it now, I'm still going to get the phone on the, in the, on the original expected date, correct? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I tell the woman which model, the exact same one I originally ordered, the iPhone XS Max, 256 gigabytes in gold. I said that to her. She repeated it back to me to confirm. Yes, everything's all good. Great. Okay. At least I got that out of the way. It was a couple hours wasted. No big deal. I'm looking at my emails in the middle of the night last night, and I realized, because I got the confirmation email for it, I realized that the woman who I spoke to on the phone ordered the wrong fucking phone. Completely wrong model. It was the regular iPhone XS, wrong gigabytes, wrong color. <clears throat> so, okay. I called the Mac today. I explained this to them. I say, well, can I get it taken care of? Back and forth, another hour or two down the drain, and finally, I end up getting to pre-order the new version. 
Now I said, is this going to come at the same time? Well, we don't know until we completely go through. After a few hours, it'll tell you when the expected shipping date is. <sighs> okay, so I'm sitting here waiting to find out when the fuck the phone is going to ship. Who knows? Whatever. Now, mind you also, the way that I have the phone set up, like I pay for a phone for a year. I trade the phone in. I, le- I lease it. I trade the phone in, and then I pay the taxes on the new phone, do the same thing, you know, and repeat. So I paid the uh, the $80 for the taxes for the wrong pre-order. Now I have to wait several days for that to come back. But I still had to pay the taxes on the correct phone today. So I put up $180 over the last two days, and I have to wait a week to get my other $80 back. Well, who knows how long. They say like three to five business days, but several days to get my other 80 bucks back. So that's just salt in the wound, right? Now to top it all off, me being me, I said, you know what? This is some bullshit. I'm fucking getting compensated. Like, I'm getting a case or a fucking, they're waiving the activation fee or something. So I call back again. I tell the woman, I, I literally said, like, I've been through hell with you guys. I have gone back and forth. You guys ordered me the wrong phone. I have to wait to get my money back. I woke up in the middle of the night for nothing. I want to be compensated. So after about 10 or 15 minutes of talking to this woman, she says, I'm going to ask my supervisor. She puts me on hold for a few minutes. She comes back and says, okay, so I've spoken to my supervisor and we're going to give you a $10 credit. And at first I I almost was ready to like fucking ask her where she was because I was ready to pull up on this bitch and punch her in the mouth. I said, $10, $10. I said, bitch, do you realize I spent four hours on the phone with people and you fucked up my order the second time? And... I found out because now my now my phone's going to be about a week or so late because of the fact that I pre-ordered it today as opposed to Friday when I originally did it. So so let's just tally up all the fuck-ups. We got, couldn't get an answer why my pre-order didn't go through in the first place. Didn't go through in the first place. Um, $80 I have to wait to get back. Wrong model. I have to wait for my phone to come longer. Four hours of the phone wasted. And you want to give me $10 fucking dollars? <sighs> bitch oh my god so <laughs> so i told her i said that's not acceptable i said ten dollars that's like a slap in the face i was like do you understand what i've been through like are you listening to what i'm saying and she's like well i understand sir but people make mistakes and she's like i had to order my phone too i'm like all right bitch i don't give a fuck about your phone this ain't when did you get your phone time this is me motherfucking i pay my money for your fucking service time so I sent the bitch back to her supervisor. I said, I was like negotiating with her. I said, nah, come back with something better because this is bullshit. I said, at the very least, I want to get the activation fee waived. She puts me on hold again. <clears throat> Comes back about 10 minutes later and she finally says, okay, we can give you $25, but that's as much as we can give you. That's it. So I'm like, again, in, in the middle of a negotiation to get compensated for some bullshit. So I, I finally just quit while I was ahead. I took the $25, which doesn't even actually cover the activation fee, which is going to be 30 bucks on my next bill. So really, it didn't really do that much, but whatever. And now we play the waiting game because it seems like everything went through this time. Everything's good. My phone should be here in about a week and a half, two weeks, but who the fuck knows? I guess stay tuned. By the time the phone gets here, maybe I'll come out with another episode of the podcast, but don't hold your breath on it. I've realized I talk way too fast and I think I enunciate my words pretty well and I think I'm pretty good at talking fast, but like sometimes I trip myself up my mouth and my brain, like my brain is moving faster than my mouth can keep up with. Like I I know what I want to say and I almost can't speak fast enough to keep up. And I've, and I've always known that. And I try a lot of times to pace myself or to catch myself doing it. But most of the time, like especially once I get going, it's just like, fuck it. It's like a machine gun 
of vocabulary just firing off. So, but I just wanted to put that out there. I do know that I do that, and uh, I'm trying to work on me. All right, what do I? What am I going to finish this with? Okay, I'm going to finish this, the worst podcast ever, with. Uh, oh, okay, a little bit of motivational stuff. Okay, cool. Um, I probably have talked about this. I'm actually fairly certain I've talked about this in podcasts before, but. I have really recently indulged um, and subscribed very heavily to my own motto, and that's, it's very simple. Uh, I have decided to invest my time, energy, and resources solely into things within my control. And I have decided to uh, best prepare myself for things that are out of my control. But I refuse to invest myself in things that are out of my control. And again, the king of analogies... This is the analogy I came up with for this topic is that, you know, when you it's when you're in the car, whenever you get on the road, there are hundreds and thousands of people driving. OK, you cannot be too focused on what everybody else on the road is doing, because if you do that, you're going to lose sight of how you drive. And that's when you cause your own problems. That's when you become self-destructive is when you spend too much time worrying about trying to control things that are out of your control. The smart thing to do is to spend all your time and focus as much as possible on driving and being the best driver you can be. And just having to prepare for and accept the fact that you can't control how everybody else drives. But, again, are you going to worry about what the guy behind you is doing so much that you rear-end the guy in front of you? Or are you going to focus on driving as best as you can? And if some shit goes down, if somebody cuts you off, you're going to be more focused and more invested on yourself to the point where you can... That's the only way you can even remotely control things that you couldn't originally control. You know what I mean? Like, or you can make sure that you avoid those things. Um, there's just there's too much. Like, you know, like p- people who are going to say things about you, for example, people who who say mean things or write nasty comments or shit on you on a regular basis. Like those kind of people, you are more than likely not going to get them to stop. Think about how foolish it is to spend so much of your time and energy trying to get these people to stop when ultimately they will not stop. Instead, what you can do is focus on how you can best prepare yourself for those instances and just worry about what you're doing. Stay in your own lane. I know that sounds like cliche as fuck, but seriously, worry about what you are doing because life is a, is just, it's life. There are things that are out of your control and all you can do is best prepare yourself for them. All you can do is react to those things. You know what I mean? Take control of the things that you can react to those that you can't. That's it. It's very simple philosophy and it's been working really well for me. Um, I've managed to, it's, it's, I've managed to really relieve a lot of stress on me, which is good because right now I'm feeling very stressed with things that are in my control, but they're, they're still stressing me out. Um, like my living situation and work and stuff like that. Like a lot of stuff is, is stressing me out right now, but I detached myself from a lot of things I realized I didn't have to be spending my time on. And because of that, it's made the other things like work and my living situation and whatnot a lot more manageable. So that's what I'm going to leave you guys off with today. A little bit more unreal wisdom. Um, I know you guys tune in, you know, once every three months for this. So anyway, I guess that's it. I don't know when I'll be back. I just, I really don't. Um, I'm going to Comic-Con next month. I'm really excited for that. Um, my friends and I, we got a Airbnb in the city. I'm going to be there on Friday and Sunday, but I'm also going to be staying in the city Saturday. So I pretty much made a weekend out of it. I took off for work. I'm really fucking excited. Um, I'm going to nerd the fuck out. 
I'm hopefully going to meet Jason Momoa, a.k.a. Aquaman, a.k.a. Kyle Drogo, get some fucking pop figures. It's going to be dope. I've never been to a New York City Comic Con, so I'm excited. So there's that. And um, yeah, I guess that's about it. So I will talk to you guys again next time, possibly, maybe in the future, sometime, maybe not. I don't know. Got to go. Bye.